safe side. Stick out the mandolin and the <laughs> voice. The whole thing, really. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes, a show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Erith, and with me as always, we have talented artist and comic enthusiast, J.R. Gonzalez. Sup, Jordan. Sup, J.R. How's quarantine life, man? <laughs> uh, it's all right. I'm only quarantined starting next week and only for oh. three days a week. Oh, okay. So you're like a temporary quarantine. Yeah, temp- hopefully things keep going, because if not, then I won't be getting paid. So, so I'll have to ask to be laid <laughs> off just so I can get paid. <laughs> so are you going to be working <laughs> yeah, from home we're... the next week, or are you just not? Are you just going to um, go down to working three days? Two, d- two days working from home, three days, uh, three days working from home, two days working from the office. So we got to have one representative of sales in the office in case people do call. And then um, the other three days, I will be calling as many people as I can to drum up work oh. for sales. Got it. Nice. Fun yeah. stuff. Right on, man. Yeah, times are times are weird. And then we got our uh, our third host, Zach Barlow. You, you know what I was How just you thinking? Kid? I'm, I'm, I'm good. How come you always introduce JR first? Like every <laughs> single episode, it's JR and then me. Can we talk about that order? Like, what what made you decide that that's the order to do this? Uh, I mean, I think it's kind of obvious. I think we've actually had this conversation before multiple Have times. We? Yeah, I, it used to I be. I think so too. But you guys are totally to be special drunk guests, it. bro. Yeah, we're usually pretty yeah. fucked up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just, <laughs> I, I, there's like You're a so toasty I used to be the to special guest for like a year on every single episode. <laughs> special guest Zach Like what the fuck? Oh man. We all came up with this show together, but for some reason yeah. Zach was yeah. special guest. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, good, bro. I, no. I um quarantine life is it, uh you know, it is what it is. I um, kind of losing my mind. I went on a run. I actually just got back from going on a run today, which you are losing your mind. The hell? Yeah, I know. You go on a fucking run. I know, dude. It's weird. <laughs> weird times. Can't go to the gym, so I'm just like freaking losing it. Um, I like don't even like video games anymore. So that's that's another thing that's like really killing me. Last night I was online yeah. with Mark, me and my friends, and we just like. Sat on a Discord call, like, what do you want to do? I don't know, man. What do you want to do? Is there any new games? I don't know. Do you want to play any games? All right. I don't even want to play games. I'm getting off. I'm going to go read a book. So <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty much where I'm at right now. It's, uh, yeah, but. Yikes. Yeah, it's rough times. Yeah. I mean, the new, uh, the new Animal Crossing came out uh, on Friday, along with Doom. And I've never played either franchise, but they're pretty hyped up right now. And I saw a bunch of pictures and, and uh videos on twitter of uh, like them just building islands and then going to each other's islands and just hanging out and like sitting at a table in <laughs> animal like, crossing well in animal crossing i yeah, honestly like, do not like, understand right. animal crossing like if you're listening to this can you get on our twitter page and help me understand why that game is popular because it looks trash to me i'm not gonna lie i apologize for offending anybody yeah i asked Vinny, and he's like because him and brie got into it i guess a while ago and he's like it's just really fucking cute that's that's the appeal, I guess. It's just a really super adorable game. So it's funny because Doom so is like exactly that, the opposite. Yeah, let's drop him on the same day. <laughs> Heaven and hell. <laughs> uh, this game looks ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I you're watching, not... looking at it right now. JR? I, I've never even heard of it. I don't play. <laughs> it I looks think uh, one of the characters is in Smash Bros. Um, yeah. You can like unlock them yeah. or like play with them. Um, 
But yeah, it's funny that you went for a run. That's like the difference between you and me. Like you're the gym's closed, so you find another way. The gym's closed for me, and this is like, all right, I guess I can't work out. So <laughs> I have no guilt about not doing it anymore. Like hunting down uh, Jack in the Box tacos. And yeah, stuff. You're like, well, there's nothing I can Even, do. So guess I'm done working out. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. The gym was. The gym was open and I would not go, but I would feel guilty about it at least. And now the gym's closed and I'm not going, but I don't feel guilty about it because I can't. So it's actually kind of nice. And like now I like when I ha- I pay an extra $20 to get my food DoorDash instead of getting out of my house and going to pick it up. Like I feel like a hero now instead of like a slob. <laughs> like, there's a lot of silver linings here that we have to find and just hold on to. Yeah. So that's what I'm focusing on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we have a lot of time on our hands right now, so we thought we'd throw a hop date at you guys, quarantine style. Just just get some content out there, see what's popping in the universes, and, and see how you guys are doing, and see what we're doing with our lives. So um, one thing that <clears throat> Z wanted to talk about, we all saw Jojo Rabbit, um, which is from, what's the director's name? Taititi? Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Yeah, I always get that name mixed up. So yeah, it comes from Taika Waititi. It's about a young uh german boy who's in the nazi like camp uh and he has an imaginary friend that is hitler and he finds out he has a jewish girl hiding in his attic and shit goes awry from there so it's a very very unique topic and synopsis um and very well received movie i was really excited to watch this one so when zach wanted to talk about it i was very much on board and jerry you watched it yesterday as well yeah i watched it last night yeah. All right. Well, I mean, what were your thoughts? Before we jump into that, uh, before we jump into that, real quick, are you guys playing Doom? Have you guys ever been into Doom at all? I've never uh, played, played Doom. I've never played Doom. Neither either. have I. Okay. But the I new one, the new it. one looks fucking dope. It looks though. crazy. Like I just wanted to see what the what the feedback was I mean, on that. But all right, I th- I think we're all gonna dive into some games we've never played before. So I know that's probably probably one as well. word. Let's just let's just branch out. So yeah, so Jojo Rabbit, what were your first thoughts, Jr.? Whew, it was actually uh, I was entertained right away. One, I love uh, Taiko Watiti because Me of too. obviously Thor, and um, he. I love his uh, vampire take in his movie called um, God. I always get that one wrong. It's like a really long title. Uh, what happens behind the shadows or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Uh, we great. do in the shadows or something like that. What we do um, in the shadows, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that movie was hilarious. I saw that on Netflix a couple years ago. Um, they have a series uh, now on FX. Yeah, they make it a, a yeah two seasons already or something like that. Yeah, um, I watched it. So he's got a really great take on I think um, on everything. It's kind of got a comedic, uh, but like heartfelt take with you know sometimes serious topics which is what thor was all about like it was funny but yet badass at the same I, time i honestly think taika watiti like saved the thor franchise like I, that might be like I a crazy so. take but well i think he I took think it that, to a new level I think, so they could create more stuff with it i think that thor was easily in my opinion the worst single standing franchise out of the entire mcu and i think that it was it was suffering from uh because those movies were expensive to make and i don't think they were hitting their their numbers at all um and i just don't think they were very good and then taika took over and essentially changed the entire direction of the the franchise not so much narratively but also narratively but more so just kind of from a style standpoint like stylistically he decided to make it you know kind of comedic he had chris hemsworth like cut his hair and be like fucking you know 
fight the Hulk and shit. And I feel like um, that was easily the best Thor movie. And now he's making another one. So um, yeah, part four. Yeah, yeah. So he's he saved Thor in my opinion. Yeah, hot take, okay. cold hard, cold hard, hot take, cold hard, man. hot take. I had that, I had that <laughs> in a while. Yeah, he's back. The kid is cold back. hard, hot take. I think Taika saved Thor. <laughs> Captain Coldheart. I agree, yeah, man. Uh, Ragnarok was just on a lead of, league of its own. When we did our uh, our live show and ranked the MCU, got number two of like all the MCU movies, and all the other Thor movies were yeah, bottom, yeah, bottom barrel and, ones. And, and the other thing to consider too in that is that even when the MCU movies came together for like. In the Infinity War and everything, the Thor that showed up in those joint movies, even though Taika didn't necessarily direct those movies, was Taika's Thor. I mean, it was that version of Thor where he was kind of like more the laid funny back. Thor. He had way more jokes. He was funnier, and so it, it it kind of echoed even after his his the movie that he actually directed. It's that the character he established lived on in other people's movies because it was that popular, and now he's making another single movie with it. So. Um, just to kind of reinforce the argument, I I, yeah. I do believe Taika saved yeah. Thor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It took like almost like a Guardians approach to the yeah. the character with like the humor being forefront and not like just sparse, which game changer. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, so you liked it, Jr. You thought it was yeah, I I quite enjoyed it. Um, it's a very Amber loves that topic too, the Nazis and you know the whole you know that whole era. That's like her, one of her favorite topics to read and, and learn about. So it kind of took a uh a different take on it um is amber like a 65 year old grandpa that just reads world war ii yeah Yeah, she probably is she she loves that stuff a lot and um, sometimes it's depressing to watch it but this time it wasn't so (laughs) dude that sounds like my stepdad tim just watching like black and white move documentaries on how they built tanks in germany and shit (laughs) all the time you know the holocaust stuff and 100 yeah, it's it's something she she loves but to watch. But yeah, she uh she enjoyed that one which is a good telltale for me as well. So, it was a great movie. Yeah, I loved it beginning to end. Yeah. Intriguing. Yeah. Yeah, it gave me a, a hardcore Wes Anderson vibe. It was like kind of like Moonrise Kingdom, those uh Royal Tenenbaums, you know, just like super off topic quirky characters, uh really light dialogue in such like a dark uh themed environment. Like mm-hmm. it made something like that could be so bleak and, and miserable seem like fun and light and happy. Like he threw a grenade at a tree and it bounced back and blew his face off. And everybody's like, so don't do it like that. <laughs> do it this way. It's like, <laughs> Sam Rockwell's like hilarious. I love him so much. Sam Rockwell is my fucking boy, dude. God, I love, I love that so guy. <laughs> Have you seen, uh, yeah. is it Three Billboards? That movie with the, I can't remember the, the lead, but mm-hmm. she's in Fargo. And he's okay. the cop. Anyway, so it was a, another big movie that won a bunch of awards, but he's in that. He's just great. Rockwell yeah, is a killer actor. He's in the first uh, TMNT movie from the 80s, 19, or 1990. He's Sam Rockwell. Oh, he's, he's, in the, he's one of the Foot Clan, isn't he? Yeah, no, he's one of the little gangsters. He's the guy with the white shirt and has the chains all over. And he's... Uh, oh, fuck. He's that's, the, what a pull, dude. Yeah, that's dude. so random. He's like some random character God in this damn. movie. He's also... Uh, yeah. He's the guy in Galaxy Quest. He's... Yeah. His name's Guy. He's like the, yeah, the extra that under the ship. Yeah. He thinks he's going to die every time. Yeah, dude. He's like <laughs> the, the guy that dies in every episode, and then he gets strapped on the ship. Uh, yeah, so Sam Rockwell is, is obviously the best part of the movie. Uh, no, but he, he's, he plays a great part in it. Uh, Taika was, uh, was Hitler. He did great. Um, 
Scarlet's in it. I mean, she did great. Like, Scarlet's there's some amazing. big names in this movie. The kid that plays yeah, Jojo Rabbit, I feel like, did an incredible job. He did a really good yeah. job. The, the, whoever played the Jewish girl, she did a fantastic job. Like, it's it's it gave me like hardcore. Uh, I didn't realize it until the end, and when uh, Heroes by David Bowie started playing out when they were dancing at the very end, in and German. I was like, getting, yeah, in German, I got all these fucking like chills, and that was like that's when I correlated it to Perks of Being a Wallflower. Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah, yeah. I got With the very flash. similar vibes of, of that because like that song is very big in that movie, and then it's like, oh yeah, kind of a movie about inclusiveness and a kid that doesn't fit in and wants to fit in and he tries whatever he can and finds love mm-hmm. in a girl that's never like been around before. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I was maybe it's a stretch, but that's that's kind of the feeling I got from it, and I loved that movie, mm. um, and I really liked I really liked Jojo Rabbit. So definitely a great fucking flick, and it's unique and it's a good palate cleanser right now if uh, you need yeah. something quirky and weird and, and interesting and new. Yeah. Um, but this is this is your this is your uh, your movie Z. So what do you, what are your thoughts? Well, I first of all I want to touch on the lightness of it. I think that um, Taika d- decides to explore something that's inherently like dark and kind of um, very sad through the lens of a child, and I think that that's an interesting kind of idea because I don't know if there's ever been a ton of stories that that kind of do the same thing, especially talking about something like war, um, and. I think inherently children just kind of have this kind of light view of things. They're not like, I think that as we grow up and as we get older, we kind of start to, I guess you can call it understand the world a little bit more. We, we know that we're not um, invincible and we know that, you know, people die and we've all been hurt and so on and so forth. And things kind of can get a little bit darker, but because Jojo's 10, he doesn't, it's, it's like, he just doesn't really fully grasp, the shittiness of what's happening all around him and he just wants to he's a 10 year old boy and he just wants to be a war hero you know what i mean he wants to fight in the front lines um and i think that that's kind of what leads to that lightness and i think that that's like a really interesting idea the the other thing too is that to me this movie is is more than anything else just about like empathy and about how like hatred is is taught right like here here we have this this character jojo this 10 year old boy and he's a nazi he's literally a nazi but you don't hate him nobody hates him because you just see that he was born into this this world and that he's been kind of conditioned to to be a certain way and as we go through his story and his mom is kind of saying like you know she's not necessarily a nazi in fact she's the opposite but she's saying you know that jojo is um just it's it's not his fault and what happens is he meets a jewish person in his house that his mom is kind of hiding for from the nazi officials and over time he realizes that person like isn't a monster doesn't have scales or a tail or horns or anything like that and is actually just a person and actually ends up starting to like her and he's like damn i'm actually trying to might be uh trying to kiss this girl a little bit or something (laughs) <laughs> and um i don't know to, i just think that's like a really cool take on on making something like funny making something entertaining but then also like having a message and the message being that um you know hatred is taught don't be a nazi and you know be, be empathetic like be more empathetic to the people that that uh you you know disagree with or whatever because they're they're humans too and to watch jojo like have to deal with that that nazism and that hate and then kind of overcome it i think is just fucking rad so i feel like it's funny and it's light but i also feel like like i remember walking out of the i saw this in theaters and i remember walking out of the theater 
and just like turning to Alicia and being like, holy fuck, dude, like that's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's like you laugh and you cry and I've, I'm like really into screenplays right now. I've been reading a ton of screenplays and from that perspective, Taika has just, fuck it. Like this is genius level work in my opinion, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and when I say it's light, like, yeah, they make light of certain like ambiances and, and their dialogue is, is quirky and witty, but this is a, a heavy emotional movie. Well, like, it, like you, like Z was saying, you laugh, you cry. You, it gets there and it gets I super mean, sad too. Like at the end, I don't want to give it yeah. away, but something really crazy happens that I, that I wasn't expecting because of the tone of the movie. Like the tone, mm-hmm. I, I think, yeah. I think the tone can set expectations and the tone can be, a dialogue choice right and that's part of it but in a movie it's also lighting and and how the shots are made right and so all of that puts together it creates a certain tone or an aesthetic in which you i as a viewer am expecting this to be a certain way and then when it turns and it's not that way it's super surprising my expectation was that this was just going to be like a light silly funny happy movie and then when something tragic happens it's fucking shocking and i think it just like lands that much better because it's so it's it it exists almost in juxtaposition of the tone that is set in the beginning when you have this like hitler running through the forest like frolicking with this kid (laughs) and then the grenade thing happens and i just feel like again like I, i i can gush about this movie a lot all day but i just think this is seriously one of the better movies i've ever seen yeah, absolutely. And, and that's that's kind of how it is to be a kid, right? Everything is happy-go-lucky, and then when something happens, it catches you off right. guard. Like, when something real happens, it's like, wait, that can actually – that can happen? Like, And that's – you feel safe watching this movie because even though it's fucking World War II, it's like, this is fun. Every, it's a comedy. Everybody's having fun. And then when shit actually happens, it's like, wait, yeah. that's that's allowed to happen in this universe? Yeah. Like, so, yeah, it, it, it hits, and it hits quick, and it hits hard. Mm-hmm. Um but it also picks right back up, and it's it's just it's a really good, really great experience. All right, so so yeah, that's uh, Z's gonna hop off of uh, YTT's pecker, and we're gonna go into uh, Tyka. I'm probably Tyka. Not, I like his first name. Like we can move, we can <laughs> move on to like a different subject, but like I am not hopping off. I'm just just, no, just need you to know that I'm a Taika fanboy. Ride fan it boy. into the sunset, dog. I'm fanboy, dude. <laughs> I'm about to start a Taika fan club. Oh God! You guys want to be um, in it, or oh no? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Sign us, send, send us the invite. We'll get back <laughs> yeah. on that. So, I want the newsletter monthly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there is some um, some things happening. Obviously, the movies that are supposed to be coming out here soon are not uh, due to the current circumstances. So a couple movies that have been delayed: um, Black Widow, which was supposed to be, I believe, May first. That's been pushed mm-hmm. back indefinitely. Um, New Mutants was supposed to be April 3rd. That's been pushed back indefinitely. Uh, Mulan was supposed to be coming out, the live-action Disney movie. That's been pushed back indefinitely. Um, and then we have S- Bloodshot made it, though, guys. Bloodshot made it to theaters. So don't worry. If you're not. <laughs> what, a, what a disaster for Bloodshot to have made it to theaters right now. It's like worst-case scenario for them. Like You're just like, oh, great. Seriously. You can't take it back. It's already out. But like literally zero people are going to go see this. Word. Are people gonna risk their lives to go see Vin Diesel play a superhero right now? Uh, I think they. I think they will. What's funny is that at um, least now they can blame coronavirus, but the truth is that they probably would have done the same numbers even if we weren't in this quarantine. <laughs> That's true. I, I, I was not interested in that movie at all. Like, I was not. I don't. I don't understand why they don't just let like release new movies as as a stream. 
Like just let just let us so, buy the movies or some, rent the movies. Some some have so that's that's what I was gonna say. They have released uh, a few on demand. Like you can rent the Invisible Man, which just came out, uh, which is a new kind of thriller. Um, and you can rent the Hunt, which just came out, and uh, Sam and I actually watched that this weekend. And it's like kind of like a Hunger Games type idea, where a rich family drops people off in their manor and hunts them. But it's not. It ends up not being about that. So like, it was not what I expected, and it was actually really, really well done. Oh, um, oh so it didn't, it didn't it sound was, that rad. No, yeah, it didn't. It seems really simplistic <laughs> and, and overdone. And then they're like, just. And I saw on Twitter like, just watch it and trust me. And so I watched it, and it was not what I expected. It, it got like everybody that's big, like. I don't want to spoil anything, but shit changes right off the bat, like right from the start. You don't, you wouldn't expect it, so it's really cool. Uh, I, I give it a, a plus. Go go check it out. Um, but there also is some other changes happening, p- potential changes uh, in the MCU, right, Jr. That kind of include Zach's other heartthrob, uh, Tobes Tobes Maguire. Yeah, there's some uh, there's some the hints at a lot of episode. <laughs> just we're, gonna t- we're gonna title <laughs> that with big emojis of hearts. <laughs> um, obviously, I, uh, Jordan and I are huge Spider-Man fans, so we we really take really close to these kind of news things. They've talked about actually doing a live-action version of the uh, Spider-Verse and having multiple Spider-Mans, um, and they're leaning towards Tobey Maguire coming back um, as an older Spider-Man. Put Let's Peter go. <laughs> Let's go. Um, which I hope it's Spider Man three, <laughs> Tobey Maguire, where he's yeah. got an emo haircut and he's fucking <laughs> dancing down the sidewalk. Dude, Tobey uh, Maguire was I, the best Peter Parker. I can't wait. Good it God. definitely was fun. It's very nostalgic too because that came out. I think uh, for all of us as kids. I mean, that was like I was still in school when that movie came out yep. and rushed to the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach just likes it because he had. Because they had dashboard on their soundtrack. Vindicated. <laughs> I am selfish. <laughs> I am wrong. I am right. I swear I'm right. It's literally, the only reason the Zach's in this. <laughs> Hope <laughs> dangles on a string. Dude, that fucking soundtrack so was spinning. So... Redemption. Whining. Oh my god. Man, I was just like me and like my imaginary friend Peter Parker, which was Toby Maguire, just listening to freaking dashboard, vindicated. Man, those were the days, dog. Those were the days. Those were the days, man. Vindicated yeah. my chem, just back and forth. <laughs> mm-hmm. In the in the CD changer, because <laughs> we had a CD changer. In the changer CD back changer, then. that's pretty funny. Um, the other thing I I didn't probably mention to you guys is they they've talked about replacing Stanley's cameos with somebody, um, to kind of oh. give it that Ooh. feeling, and they're talking about it being Deadpool, um, doing. So it'd be Ryan Reynolds being in all the cameos oh that God. Stan Lee was doing. I mean, and, he breaks the fourth wall all the time. It makes sense. They're going to yeah. somebody, I guess. I don't know, man. So, I don't and, know how I feel about that. I just feel like if if you do do that, like, I think it'd be funny and it'd be like a cool kind of gimmicky thing. But that just makes Deadpool like such a big deal. Like, I I, I don't know if I, if, if I want to give Deadpool that like OP Stan Lee level of just i don't know maybe maybe it doesn't matter to, it, it probably shouldn't matter to me but it just seems like man that that gives deadpool like that makes deadpool basically like yeah. i don't know i just it, i think stanley like, is stanley and it should just be stanley yeah, yeah and i think deadpool in that same conversation yeah that's kind of what i'm gonna, thinking well i think that what they're gonna do is maybe obviously 
there's a feeling to it when Stan Lee pops up, but there might be a uh, much more of like um like a web connection to having Deadpool there. And at the end of Deadpool 2, he's got that device where he could travel around time. So he's actually traveling already oh, man. in time and back and forth. So they're logistic-wise, he already has that power to do whatever the fuck he wants. And in the comic books, he's always been that nuisance to everybody, you know, at times too. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> he's just gonna show up in other people's movies and just fuck shit yeah, up and exactly. then leave, <laughs> steal the show yeah. and then bounce. Just like particularly with Spider-Man, he does a really good job of annoying Peter Parker constantly. And we're like, dude, we're not friends. He's like, we're our friends, dude. No, we're not friends. He goes, I'll buy you tacos, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> he goes, are we friends? Um, so I think it's uh, I think it's kind of a unique thing. I think you're right. It's not. I shouldn't have said replace Stanley. I said should have said a maybe like a different dynamic than Stanley's position in all his cameos. Yeah, yeah um, I feel that. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So all right. There's a lot of cool stuff. Hopefully that we get to enjoy coming up. <laughs> that we, you know, don't want to miss out on. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. We'll we'll bounce back. Those will be coming up soon, and we'll be in theaters to watch it, eating flaming hot. Popcorn and oh, the poop popcorn the that poops. does not. <laughs> God, the, popcorn. <laughs> the lava poop, <laughs> the lava poop. Um, and then there's also was announced that uh, two non the first two non-binary characters were were released, um, Snowflake and Safe Space. And Zach had a lot of thoughts on this, so he wanted me to bring this up. <laughs> oh my God, because he wanted to there. tell the world how he felt. <laughs> oh God, opinionated thoughts. Uh, so. I was. We had a conversation about whether or not we wanted to talk about this, and we decided that we did. Um, so here's my thing. Here's my take. I don't have a problem with like non-binary characters. I feel like that's that's a that's a that's a good idea. Although Jr. made a point earlier saying that there are non-binary characters already in the MCU. Loki being one of them. Loki shape shifts and never really claims to be anything because he's kind of everything. Absolutely. He could be a woman and a, and a man. Um, I have a problem with the names. Bad. Snowflake <laughs> and Safe Space. Like, I feel like, sure, there, there could be non-binary characters. But if you're sitting in a room and you're coming up with these ideas and you probably have like six people in that room, how does how do you land on Snowflake and Safe Space? It just seems, it almost seems um like it's a, like a farce of itself. It's so... Mm-hmm. It's so on the nose, and it's so um, just clumsy to me. And I think that Safe Space is like, oh, he's a this is or this is a defensive character, and like makes makes places safe for other other people. And then Snowflake is well, normally snowflakes are viewed as um, fragile, but these ones are sharp and can cut. Like I just feel like get the fuck out of here with that shit, dude. It's so. <laughs> bad i just i i hate the concept i think it's way too on the nose i don't have a problem with the non-binary characters but god i just think that they goofed up on the names and the builds of these characters <laughs> big time they, yeah, they should have gone with uh like pat you know like that movie pat where you, is that you can't tell if if uh if if it's a girl or a guy, you ever seen that movie? It's an SNL skit, uh-uh, um, and no. they made it in the movie. Uh-uh. Look it up. It's mm-hmm. a really funny movie, and there, and she talks. Um, it comes where the the joke where she had. Uh, it's actually Pat's the the actress is it's an actress, and she puts a banana in her pocket, and 
Um, nobody in the movie can figure out what Pat is, guy or girl. And so Pat walks into the room with a banana in her pocket and someone goes, hey, are you just happy to see me or is that a banana in your pocket? And Pat pulls out, it's just a banana, dude. I don't know. <laughs> he's like, fuck, you can't figure out what he is. <laughs> so it's actually a pretty uh, hilarious movie. All that stuff has been done before. I think people just want to feel good about themselves sometimes and let's make up weird, weird names. Um, but Pat works for both. I don't know. Pat does work. So does Jordan. Could just be yes. a superhero named Jordan, you know? Um, so does that. JR could go both ways. That. You know, you know what I think my problem is with this? I, I think that Snowflake and Safe Space don't allow the characters to be, like, multidimensional. Like, I, I feel like if, if there was, like, a, if they made a, these characters and they happened to be non-binary, but they ended up being a character like the Punisher or Daredevil or something like that. What happens is like at that point you get to have a character that isn't necessarily defined by the fact that they're non-binary. Whereas these characters are like driven by that and defined by that. And it's so in your face. It doesn't really give them room to be anything else. Like, Daredevil's name is Daredevil or Matt Mercer. We we don't call Daredevil the blind lawyer that fights crime at night. That's not his fucking the superhero man. name. Handicap <laughs> man. Like, that's not what it is. It's, it's Daredevil. It's, it's Matt Mercer. Fights with has, his handicap And based on that, he has the ability to be multidimensional. He can park anywhere. He can anywhere. be a lawyer. He can fight crime. He can be kung fu. Like, whatever the fuck it is. But but when you name th- these characters Snowflake in Safe Space, it's it's just like... Okay, I got it. All right, these are the non-binary characters. Great. Which is almost farcical of of the fact that you're trying to create these non-binary characters. It's just not real. It's just it's annoying. I hate it. I really don't like. Yeah. It. I I I think one thing that I will tell you that bugs me when they create characters specifically to make um maybe a a, a statement or allow some open-mindedness is a lot of for me, comic book characters, if you look at their origin stories, they've had to overcome something to be that superhero. They're, um, and so when you give <laughs> – that's what their name stands for, you know, a lot of the times, you know. Daredevil is the blind lawyer. That Like that's an overcoming scenario for that guy. And I think sometimes when um, – like you're saying, Snowflake, what is the overcoming? The decision to not pick a, a gender or not have the Discrimination, right – Discrimination, bro. Discrimination. They both are. Well, Pick a very better pick a pick a name that represents <laughs> that choice instead of picking something I would name my dog or something like that or my turtle. Following my the, turtle snowflake. F- following the same logic, I'm gonna start calling the Hulk Big Green Rage Monster. Big Green <laughs> Rage Monster. I mean it flows. Yeah. Rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's our thoughts on that. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think Zach brings up a good point. Like a uh, character named Safe Space, you never have to worry about them. Uh, going to the other side and becoming a villain. Like, there's never going to be a villain named Safe Space. You so you know that they're going to stay on the good side yeah. forever. You're just not giving these characters any room to be anything other than non-binary. And I don't think that being non-binary is, like, the sole identifying factor for people that actually are. I mean, they're human beings. They have, they're have they layered, just like everybody else. And when you make these characters yeah. so one-dimensional, it takes away any other layer that they could possibly have. And I think it's just a just a mistake. God, it's a mistake. Take him to church, baby. Take him to church, Z. Um, all right, so that's that's what's happening. That's what's current in the MCU. 
Um, before we close out, though, uh, Z has an announcement he wants to make for all you listeners out there. Big, exciting. big announcement, everybody. Welcome. It's your boy. It's Zach. Z Killa Cuckoo, a.k.a. Uh, Tableau. You know who it is. But he, this is what we're doing here. So we're in special times. Um, we Everybody's kind of quarantined right now. We're locked up. It's hard. Some people are losing their jobs. I get it. And it sucks. Um, essentially, what we have decided to do, though, is none of us are doctors. None of us are frontline workers. Um, but what we do is we read comic books. We read them real good. We talk about comic books and drink <laughs> beer. We drink that beer real good. And also, sometimes... I have funny jokes, uh, and so when I tell those funny jokes, I make you laugh. So basically, what we're what we're doing is we are just Zach, just me, yeah, just me. Because um, we, uh, we, and then I, yeah, no, just me, just me. Come on. Uh, what we're doing is uh, essentially what I'm saying is we make content. Um, you know, Jr. is an artist. I'm a writer. Jordan's a writer. Um, we make these podcasts. I have a group of friends that do a hip hop podcast, uh, Sleep Easy. And at one point, we all had one kind of place to uh, view this content and see everything. Um, and I'm not going to lie, listeners, it got hard. And so I kind of did some other things and I gave up on it. But for you, for you and for everybody out there, we are bringing Oz back. Oz is back up. It's running again. We have some super special blog posts that we're getting ready to post. I wrote uh, about dancing with my fiance at her bridal shower as the world burned all around us. Um, God knows what Jordan wrote about. Uh, I think JR has <laughs> a has an ongoing um, a journal that he's going to share with everybody. But um, yeah, so you know the plan is is that we're going to start releasing these these blog posts uh this coming week as you're listening to this episode the the idea is we're going to release the blog post the, the next day uh you'll see us on facebook you'll see us on instagram you'll see us on twitter and yeah really the what we want to do is we just want to give you a place to to laugh to kind of just you know try to read something that that makes you feel a certain way be human um, and you know, not, not spend all of your waking hours with the news and with worrying about what's going on. Uh, I know that's a small thing, but it's, it's what we have to give. And so, uh, we are here giving it. And if you are a content creator or a, an artist or a creative, you know, Oz has always stood for community and has always stood for kind of being a platform in which to get more eyes and more ears on your work and your projects. And so, you know, the second half of this is kind of bringing more artists in, bringing more creatives in, expressing themselves in this in this dire time. Um, because, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, I've, I watched a video this week and it was um, about Italy. And Italy is, you know, one of the worst places in the world to be right now. And they're all kind of locked down. But this guy got on a piano and he got on, um, he started playing My Heart Will Go On on the piano. And then like another guy got got on his balcony and, and started playing saxophone to it. And then a bunch of people came out on their balcony and started listening to it and clapping. And I just thought like, that's fucking so powerful. Like the human spirit is moved and, and expressed through art. And even in dire times, I think that still matters. And so that's what we're going to do. And we're going to do our part. And so Oz is back better than ever and we're here, we're here to uh yeah we're here to just make you laugh make you laugh make you cry make you think and and help you feel a little bit more human at the end of the day i think 
We're here to Jojo rabbit your asses. Yeah, That's dude. We're, <laughs> we're 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 young. We're young Taika Watiti's, but our power level just isn't that high yet. But we're in the hyperbolic time chamber trying to get to that Taika Watiti Super Saiyan level of of fucking comedy and empathy and yeah, we just want to create content and and help help you feel uh human and and help you get through this and so that's what we're gonna do and if you're an artist reach out to us um you're gonna see us all over social media this week we have a a kind of layout planned where we're gonna post something every single day and um yeah we're gonna get this going again so i'm really looking forward to it fuck yeah so for all you listeners that haven't checked it out yet it's ourzenith.com um, and there are several pages of content. There's blogs, there's podcasts, there's pictures, media. Um, so it's actually going to keep adding to that and we'll be providing content. And, and, and if anybody out there is interested in getting some of your content out there, if you have thoughts right now that you want to express and you want to put it on a platform for others to, to express, to hear, mm-hmm. to read, to listen, um, just reach out. You know, you can hit us up at Hop Heroes Podcast. Um, on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, you can also email us um, at hopheroespodcast at gmail.com with anything that you want to be a part of um, because that's what Oz is. It's a platform to get creative and get creative expressions out there to the world. And like Z is saying, this is the time. Yep. Right now, it's what everybody needs. So, you know, let's fill the void. Yep. Let's, let's, let's feed it. Let's give people what they need. Lots of, lots of crazy um, shit happening in free agency, too. And we might be adding a fantasy football podcast to the Oz family. I don't know. So oh, maybe shit. that might be in the works. We'll, we'll see about that. But yeah, just keep, keep, keep a lookout because uh, we're constantly growing and changing. And, um, you know, this is, we're all, and the other thing, too, is we're all super passionate about this. And so I think that, um, you know, it matters more now than ever. And so just, just uh, rock with us. 100% man 100% um, so yeah that's that's what we have for you guys this week and as, as, the, as this goes on you know we're going to be playing it by ear how much content we can put out there for you but we're going to we're going to be filling filling your guys' headphones with something so um, thank you guys so much for listening this week and next week we will be doing our lock and key Netflix reaction so keep an eye out for that and we'll see you guys next week peace see you later peace